everybody. Welcome back to the Odd Fellows Oddcast. And today joining us is Dr. Henry Jempel, who is of the Wilmer Eye Institute of Johns Hopkins University. And the reason for his invitation to our podcast is that uh, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows contributes a great amount to the research that they do and all of the things that are done at uh, Wilmer Eye Institute with uh, Dr. Jempel. And we just wanted to give him an opportunity to talk about what it is that, uh, you know, the great things that are being done and uh, so that we can all feel really great about the support that we're putting behind uh, Dr. Jempel and the Wilmer Eye Institute. So welcome, Dr. Jempel. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, come here and give us an opportunity to hear about what it is that you've uh, been doing and what you will be doing in the future. So uh, thank you and welcome. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Okay. So I just wanted to uh, give you the opportunity to give us a bit of the history of uh, the Oddfellows. You know, like when did it start? I mean, you know, kind of give us an, a, a little bit of a history of the Oddfellows' relationship with supporting the Wilmer Eye Institute of Johns Hopkins. Uh, well, sure. But first, I want, I'm sure everyone knows this, but I just want to make sure uh, that the Oddfellows in the United States uh, started in Baltimore, Maryland, not more than a mile from where the Wilmer Eye Institute sits today. Wow, and, I did not know that. And only, That's great. Only 300 yards from where my office is, is uh, uh, Thomas Wilde's statue. The statue that Oddfellows come from all over the world when they get to Baltimore uh, to see. So uh, in terms of the Wilmer Institute, uh, and the Odd Fellows. Uh, the red letter date was December 20th, 1963. Um, and I'm not sure of all the uh, details and reasons that the Odd Fellows decided to uh, uh, be so uh, generous to the Wilmer Institute, but it probably had something to do with the chairman at the time, Ed Maumini. Uh, who is uh, extremely good at persuading uh, others that the Wilmer Institute was a great place and that if we had sufficient uh, funds, uh, the sky was the limit. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, when the Odd Fellows endowed that chair back in 1963, uh, it was only the second uh, endowed chair at uh, Wilmer, uh, and currently we have more than uh, 50. So uh, it is um, just a, a very uh, old and prestigious chair to have, and so I'm uh, obviously delighted to be the third uh, person to be the Odd Fellows Professor of Ophthalmology. Uh, the first professor, the inaugural, was Dr. Art Silverstein, who was a PhD uh, immunologist who made many important contributions in basic science that uh, helped lead to the possibility of doing corneal transplants, a very important site-restoring surgery uh, that we do today. And he served uh, into the 1980s and was succeeded by uh, Dick uh, W. Richard Green, uh, who was uh, 
probably the most famous ocular pathologist uh, of his time. Although uh, Dick did have an MD, he never saw patients, uh, but his correlations of what he found in the laboratory with what we found in patients uh, was extremely uh, valuable. Upon his retirement, I was uh, delighted to become the third Odd Fellows Professor of Ophthalmology, and that was back in 2006. Um, very nice induction uh, ceremony, uh, a great time. And I, I will say that um, of, of all the chairs that we have at the Wilmer Institute, uh, clearly the Odd Fellows Chair is the one with the most interesting name. And, and so as I'm sure it is for the members of the Odd Fellows, um, I, I in, enjoy trying to explain uh, why I am the, uh, the odd fellow. And I understand uh, that uh, uh, the explanation for why the odd fellows are called the odd fellows is, uh, is, is somewhat up to debate, but I, I, have the, I have the party line if I need to use it. So. <laughs> Great. Now, have you uh, become a member of odd fellows yourself? Uh, I am not uh, an odd fellow. Okay. But well, I, uh, I I wear I wear the title proudly. So if you're if you're interested, uh, if if I was interested, I am uh, well acquainted with um, uh, the local chapters uh, here. Yeah, absolutely, and okay. and know the, and well, know the people good. as well. Okay. Well, awesome. So, can you tell us about? And you did hint at some of the major achievements that uh, Wilmer Eye Institute has accomplished—the corneal transplant research uh, that made it possible. Can you tell us, like, um, you know, like, to what degree we have helped with that kind of achievement? And are there any other achievements that you could speak to that the Odd Fellows have, you know, contributed greatly towards? Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's best to think of it as a, uh, communal effort and in no way would we, uh, take, uh, you know, dollars from one place and, uh, restrict it to simply one particular project, a dangerous thing to do because, you know, you do all these different things and one out of 10 pans out. Uh, so I think it would be, uh, fair uh, to give the Odd Fellows some credit, uh, except for the first two things that I'm going to mention, since those occurred <laughs> before the money came in, so that probably couldn't be the case. Uh, but if I were going to go through a list of maybe uh, half a dozen uh, contributions that the Wilmer Institute made out of many others uh, that I could choose from, I would highlight the following. So uh, back in the 1950s, <clears throat> uh, preemie infants used to go blind at a very high rate, and no one really knew why. Uh, but uh, one of our faculty members, Arnold Patz, postulated that perhaps that the treatment that the preemies were receiving actually contributed to the blindness, that is, the oxygen that they received uh, in the neonatal nursery. And in fact, he was able to cut back the amount of oxygen that the preemies received without hurting their survival, but greatly reducing the incidence of blindness. So that was, that was a great achievement. In a more basic science sense, also in the 1950s, 
a group of neuroscientists, including David Hubel and Torsten Weasel, went, to, went on to do work involving the structure of the brain uh, that led to a Nobel Prize. In the 1970s, uh, Wilmer was really at the forefront of the development of the argon laser, which really was the first effective means by which to treat diabetic retinopathy. Diabetics can get very bad disease in the retina that can result in blindness, and the timely application of the argon laser greatly reduced uh, their blindness. I'm going to turn now to something totally different, since I want your listeners to understand that uh, the breadth of uh, Wilmer's achievements is really uh, quite astonishing. Uh, in the 1980s, one of our faculty members, Al Summer, was doing research on malnutrition in Indonesia and was working with uh, vitamin A supplementation because vitamin A shortage was a deficiency was a real problem. Anyway, what he happened to find was not only uh, was he able to reduce the amount of uh, eye problems uh, that resulted from vitamin A deficiency, but also the mortality rate from overall causes was decreased as well. So this is an example of a project that was designed for the eyes, but had implications for uh, survival in general. Coming on into the 20th century, just to go over a few more highlights, and as I said, I could go on for a long time about this. Uh, I wanna talk about work that my uh, colleague of 30 years and personal friend Don Zak has done in a basic science laboratory, which is he's been able to create uh, a model of the human retina uh, in a dish just from primary components. And this is a tool that will uh, allow uh, he and his colleagues to make great strides in a better understanding of the retina to treat a whole myriad of eye disease. And finally, uh, uh, my colleague Megan Collins and others uh, have looked into whether uh, by providing reading, by providing glasses for school children in Baltimore City, uh, whether that could greatly affect their development and academic progress. And uh, yes, a lot of kids without glasses, you find who they are, you give them the glasses, and uh, voila, they're learning better, they're doing better. So I think at that That's point, fantastic. I will stop and let you get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's an, a whole lot of work that's been done over the years. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that anybody who's an odd fellow is probably very proud of having a role. I mean, obviously it's not our, you know, achievements, right? But obviously we have are, are part of uh, the success. So, you know, we're, we're all, I'm sure, very glad to be part of that success. And uh, so I, I understand that you're actually called the odd fellows professor. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Although oh, I, I, that's really I, I will, on a, on a good day, I will, on a good day, I will include the Rebecca's. They belong there. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about like what the most challenging part of your role at the Wilmer Eye Institute? I mean, I know that there's probably a lot of cutting edge technologies that you're, you know, developing and then maybe you'd like to, you know, see, like, I know that um, uh, gene therapy is something that's kind of a, uh, been a hot topic for a while and has uh, helped uh, certain 
causes and in terms of curing people. Uh, is that something that's on your your plate in the future? Could you tell us, like, really, what's your what's your biggest challenge? Uh, right. So um, uh, my my challenge probably is not quite that lofty. My my challenge uh, is uh, a balancing act. Uh, because um, uh, most of us wear, wear several hats. And uh, I have um, an important role still in patient care. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I trained as a medical doctor, and so I still have a very important allegiance to uh, seeing patients and operating on patients. Uh, as you As you may know, there is a uh, a program between the Odd Fellows and Wilmer that um, Odd Fellows or Rebecca's who have difficult eye problems uh, do have the option uh, to be seen at the Wilmer Institute if, uh, after review of records, I think it might be helpful to them. No sense in them making making them travel a long way if there really is no uh, reason to. Uh, so I've got my clinical obligations. Uh, teaching obligations are something that uh, all of us take very seriously to train uh, the next generation of um, uh, eye doctors and uh, vision researchers. So we train medical students, residents in ophthalmology, and my subspecialty being glaucoma, I also train uh, glaucoma fellows. Uh, a third part of what I do is um, administration. And, uh, you know, senior faculty, which I'm definitely a senior faculty member at this point, uh, are needed to make sure that the uh, Wilmer Institute uh, runs effectively so it can achieve its missions of teaching, research, and education. And then uh, finally, uh, I have a mentoring uh, role as uh, well. And I, I will mention at this point that uh, through the generosity of the uh, Odd Fellows, uh, we are on the cusp of uh, appointing a second uh, Odd Fellows professor. This is a more junior faculty member who will be brought in uh, with the expectation that she, because we know who it's going to be, uh, will rapidly uh, move up to the very top of the um, uh, her profession. So I mentioned administration, teaching, clinical, and mentorship, and I didn't even get around to the uh, research, uh, which I did more of early in my career, and I'm doing more handing off at this point. Okay, well, awesome. So could you uh, tell us a little bit about like what you're, I, I know that you said that it's like you're wearing a lot of hats and obviously, you know, you're balancing a lot of priorities. So like, what's a really good, you know, day for you at Wilmer? Like, is there any, uh, anything recently that sticks out in your mind? It's like, wow, you're really glad that this is what you do. Um, well, sure. We could, we could put together, uh, we could put together an extraordinary day. Okay. I can't say I've ever had this day, but, uh, that, that would be a good one. Uh, well, how about um, uh, it's it's a Tuesday. Uh, it's uh, going to be a patient day, uh, and uh, I get in there, and there's an email uh, saying that um, uh, one of our top students has uh, gotten a prestigious 
uh, spot in a great residency. Okay, so that would be a great way to start the day. Uh, then maybe I have a couple of extremely happy post-operative patients from the day before uh, who already can see better than they were uh, before surgery. Um, and then um, uh, that would be great. Uh, the day is finishing up and um, uh, Kathy Engelmeyer sends me an email saying, hey, do you know you just received a nice donation? Well, that would be a pretty great day. <laughs> That's really great. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about like what's on your plate like right now? Is there or is there anything that's like on the horizon for you that uh, and uh, by the way, thank you for mentioning that you're going to have this uh, junior Oddfellow professor. I, is is the assumption correct that that person will be taking over the role uh, that you have now uh, eventually? How, how can you tell us more about that? So I, um, I don't think those details have been uh, worked out and it, okay. it depends. I think timing would, um, timing would be key. And, and I, I just don't, I just don't know. I am, um, uh, I'm not planning on relinquishing the reins anytime soon, but, uh, uh, but you never know. So, uh, uh, I think, I, I think we'll have to see, but the, the Oddfellows endowment, um, uh, really has uh, grown over the years. I mean, it's been it's been around since the 1960s, and it's been uh, added to uh, generously uh, by the Odd Fellows, uh, uh, both in 2017, I believe it was, uh, and then uh, a nice additional gift to expand things just this past summer at the Cincinnati. Uh, meeting. So uh, I, it really is a, a testimony to the Oddfellows' ongoing uh, uh, generosity. So, uh, you know, I think what's in, in store for me over uh, the next several years uh, is uh, probably to make sure that I can continue to be uh, a, hopefully a role model uh, to, uh, to others, uh, to continue to mentor and to continue to provide, uh, excellent patient care. Uh, one, I, I wear one large external hat to the Wilmer Institute. Uh, and that is that I am the uh, editor in chief of the, uh, major journal in my subspecialty glaucoma. Uh, and um, this has been a, a rewarding uh, but time-consuming additional activity uh, for me. And uh, even after I uh, retire, uh, I hope that I can uh, look at the uh, next uh, Odd Fellows professor, and maybe there'll be two of them because one will replace me and there'll be the other one there uh, right. as well uh, and be... Um, uh, proud of whatever legacy that I've been able to continue uh, for this very beautiful relationship. Yeah, now it's really great that like you're only the third, right? Uh, the third, did I count correctly? Odd the third in mm -hmm. um, 58 years, yeah. Wow, gosh, that's really, really pretty amazing. And uh, so, by the way, I think that this whole time we haven't really mentioned anything about how much it is that the Odd Fellows have been contributing uh, to all of that great research, uh, 
patient care, uh, education, uh, all of the things that it is that you do that that we help the uh, Wilmer Eye Institute do in our you know part of the overall uh, uh, funds that are you know contributed to Wilmer so that you can do all of those great things. Um, what are some of the the figures that uh, we could toss around? You said that there was an addition uh, this uh, oh, past so year. I, uh, well, um, uh, that's fine. I. Uh, didn't mention the numbers, but um, I'm happy to, and I'm sure. Well I actually not sure, entirely sure, as so I just figured I would give you the opportunity to tell us. Right, right. So, oh no. So, uh, you know, on, on, on a base of what I think was about three and a half million dollars, uh, the Odd Fellows. Um, presented me a check in Baltimore in 2017 for a million dollars and a check for an additional $500,000 in Cincinnati last August. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can, you can do the math there. <laughs> and um, uh, it's just a, it's a, a uh, beautiful amount of principal. I mean, it doesn't, we don't, uh, nobody spends the principal, uh, but off of that uh, principal, uh, interest is generated, which provides, you know, funding in perpetuity. That's what an endowed chair is, mm -hmm. is, is all about. So uh, the Odd Fellows money will never run out. It will always be there uh, to help uh, further uh, vision research, mentoring, and education. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you provided a little more detail with it because I know that like if anybody goes to the uh, Independent Order of Odd Fellows website and they see that, you know, we support the Wilmer Eye Institute, that, you know, there really isn't that much information um, that like it kind of explains, you know, how it works. So I think that at least with anybody who watches this video, they have a better sense They'll have a, a face that they can relate to in terms of, you know, who is the Odd Fellows professor. So they'll they'll at least be able to see who you are and have you uh, uh, have an opportunity to hear you talk about it. So I'm really glad that you took the time uh, to talk with me today so that we could share this information with everybody and make it accessible. Yeah, well, it's been uh, it's been a whole lot of fun for me. Good. And um uh, I'm hoping to, in person, uh, attend um, uh, future Odd Fellows gatherings. Okay. Well, I did, uh, make, I did make it. I made it. To, I made it to Cincinnati. Uh, there was a little lull in, in the pandemic over the summer, right. uh, so, so I was able to sneak out there and um, uh, and back. And everybody looked healthy and safe. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we've got this partnership with you. Uh, and of course, I can't speak on behalf of all Odd Fellows, but I'm sure that uh, there's an awful lot of people that really appreciate what it is that you're doing. And, you know, with all of the research and the care that you're providing in education, of course, um, you know, uh, I, I think that this is a fantastic thing that the Odd Fellows are doing. And uh, I, I, I'm certainly a supporter and a fan. So, uh, again, thank you for taking the time to uh, come on today and give us a bit of an insight into what it is that um, that you know Wilmer I Institute is all about, and uh, an opportunity for people to see and hear the Oddfellows Professor. Okay, well, um, 
Uh, we appreciate all the good work that you and all the odd fellows nationally and worldwide continue to do. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, maybe we will see you around at a future Sovereign Grand Lodge meeting someday. Sounds like fun. Okay. Right. Thanks again. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.